Good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, the lovely Joel. Hello, Joel. How are you? Hello, I'm great. Good, good, good. Hope so, everybody's doing well. Everyone's doing fantastic. Um, we're down here in Florida. This storm we didn't get affected by, but for the folks that did, our heart and prayers are with you. Um, happy Veterans Day. Thank you for all the wonderful veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, um, truly, truly appreciate it. Um, this is a Q&A show. You're going to be asking a question by typing it in. Joel will be reading it to me, and then I will answer it. There's something called uh, Top Chat on YouTube. So if you're tuning in on YouTube, which I did not. Hold on here. Uh-uh. Some there, Joel. Sure. Talk about the specials. What's going on? So we're running a Black Friday promotion on all of our academy courses on our online academy, which is Solid Canine Training. Um, what is it? Academy.solidcanintraining.com. I posted the link for you guys. 25% off every single individual course we've ever launched. We've also bundled a few of them to save you even more money. Like you can get the Green to Graduate and both of our Leash Reactivity courses um, for like a huge discount. I think it's like 36% off or something. Right. And then we did the puppy course with the Green to Graduate because those two go hand in hand and all the Christmas puppies coming up jump on this offer it's 25 percent off so basically you're getting it buy one get one half off which is amazing um you'll have a fully trained dog if you use this combination of courses yeah all for a fraction of the price that it would cost to hire a trainer yeah and i'll actually get results and if you're part of patreon can you start the patreon link i already did if you're part of patreon for all the podcast folks it's patreon.com slash solid canine training patreon.com slash solid canine training and again um, if you're listening on um, one of the podcast platforms, it is academy.solidcanintraining.com. Um, we do one-on-one consults too. We've actually, what we're doing is in 2023, we are we are building a online learning platform. So 95% of the folks out there actually do not need to hire a dog trainer. Between our online classes, courses, our free information available to anybody around the world and our one-on-one online consults, you do not need to hire a dog trainer if you're willing to put in the work. And even if you hire a dog trainer, you still got to put in the work. There is an incredible amount of false information out there. Mm-hmm. On Mondays, wake the fuck up with Jeff show. On Mondays, wake the fuck up with Jeff show, which is on 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to read an inquiry that I got in. I've been doing this for 20 years. Well, I've worked with 10,000 dogs. I've probably gotten close to 20,000 inquiries for dog training. I've seen my share. We work with extremely aggressive dogs. This inquiry is mind-blowing. I did an online counsel with them today. It is mind-blowing. The amount of unethical, dangerous, false advice that they've gotten from over six trainers, including a behaviorist, and it put their family in danger to the point where they almost called 911 one night. And that would have turned out into a dead dog. They would have shot the dog. It is disgusting what's going on with our dog training world right now. People care more about the ideology than they do about the results. They care more about their egos. And trust me, I've got an ego, but my ego is fueled by your success not my smartness or how well I can train a dog or if I can win an argument or not. But it's by your success. And that should be the mantra of every dog trainer out there that your ego is fueled by your client's success. How well they do with the dog that you have trained and then pass on that knowledge to them or that they are training and you're coaching them. Become a better people person and become a better coach. Most of these questions that you will see are, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? You're going to hear me use the word punishment. Apply a punisher to an instill inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. That is a factual dog training statement. That is not based on opinion. That is based on fact. 
it sounds like all we do is correct dogs, apply punishers to dogs. It's the farthest thing from the truth. But people are asking me how to stop behaviors. If you get our green to graduate program, it's the opposite. It's mostly reward-based. Why? Because that's how we train obedience commands. There's a difference. People need to start understanding the difference between an obedience command and modifying a dog's behavior to stop an unwanted behavior. And then also they need to understand good manners. They need to understand how to stop dangerous behaviors. There's a very wide spectrum. I'm a family pet dog trainer. I do not do sport. I do not do tricks. I do not do um, uh, uh, competition stuff like agility, dock diving. I'm a family pet dog trainer. That's where all the pain is with people. That's where all the pain is. With humans and eventually with the death of a dog, the rehoming of a dog. Let's jump into the show. Okay. First question, comment, I should say. Kyle, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Thank you for the healing suggestions on the Wednesday show. He's now healing behind me, even when I walk fast. Look at that. So Kyle is a regular listener. We love you, Kyle. Kyle, this is a great example of what I just said with the segue into this. Into this, Kyle asked, typed in a question. On Wednesday I don't think I've ever met Kyle unless you went to one of my seminars. Two days ago, 48 hours ago, mm-hmm. he typed into his computer a question. Joelle read it. I answered it. I actually answered it. You answered it. Of course. <laughs> Talking about winning. Joelle's always right. And because of this, he has a better walk with his dog. Think about that. It was most likely a 15 to 30 second answer. So when you buy the Green to Graduate, which is 26 videos long, mm-hmm. and then you have access to us on our free shows to troubleshoot that. And boy, do we have some huge stuff planned in 2023. Imagine what you can do. And imagine the people that are out there struggling with their dogs that don't need to struggle. Yep. And I'm well aware of the conversation out there about how we train, but nobody really knows how we train unless they've actually trained with us. You know what's so funny is we just had our week-long mastermind in Rhode Island, and I think every single person there made some form of comment about, like, we had no idea you guys... Use so much food. Use not even that, that you take it so slowly and you allow dogs to make decisions on their own. Right. Now, it's like, I know, crazy, right? But on this show, your dog is resource guarding. Oh, it's hard and heavy. Your dog is growling at your kid. It's hard and heavy. Mm -hmm. Your dog is getting up on the counter. It's hard and heavy. And if people have a problem with that, in order to do a proper punisher to save that dog's life, don't get a dog. Next. Kristen says, great to see you. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Kristen. How are you? John, thank you guys for doing this. I love watching on my lunch break. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. a late lunch. I know. He must be in a different time zone. Well, he's got to be Hawaii. Well, California, I guess. California's three hours. Unless he works second shift. Maybe. Yeah. Tecolata. Hi, Joelle and Jeff. Hello. Hey, how are you, Tecolata? Sam. Hey, Jeff. Question on crate training. I had a dog that would poop in the crate, whine all night, etc. We fixed the pooping issue, and we did fix the whining with an e-collar, where I eventually could... I don't know where the rest is. Mm-hmm. It got cut off. Sam, if you could type in the rest. Mm. Well, at least you made progress yeah, on two of the things. Made progress. Yeah. Amy, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Watching Leash Reactivity Seminar. Already done the green to graduate. I realize I need to be better at holding my dog accountable all the time. Yes. But he is so darn cute when he wants to cuddle. Well, that's the manipulation. That's the hardest part about training that's your own dog. That's the hardest part. And dogs are cute, but that doesn't give them a free pass at all all right that doesn't give them a free pass you need to hold your dog accountable holding your dog accountable does not mean you're being mean to your dog if you really want to live a wonderful life with your dog and take your dog everywhere and have a better relationship with your dog and actually cuddle more around the world cuddle with your dog 
Wouldn't you like to be cuddling with your dog on the mountaintops, on the beach? Around the world. Anywhere. Hold your dog accountable more because then you can take your dog more places. But if you're only thinking about your emotional needs, be careful. It's going to bite you in the ass. Next. That was a show you said you were going to make too. Yep. It was a podcast topic. Yeah, what is that topic I'm doing on? Emotional. Is it your dog meeting your emotional needs? That's or it. You... Yeah, that's it, right? I mean, like, that was your and then there, that? Well, you said you were going to talk about um that intake form. Yep. It's two shows. Sawblade Entertainment. If you want to know extra dog training stuff, I recommend the puppy course atop the green and graduate. Great stuff. Very helpful. Yeah, yeah it really Thank is. You. We're making we're doing a green to graduate two on troubleshooting and on difficult dogs. We're doing um, uh, separation anxiety in 2023. The thing is with these courses too, it's like it's everything we do. We're not just like, oh, let's make a course that's whatever basic sugarcoating bullshit like literally it's everything we do from puppy to adulthood to off-leash training to troubleshooting like everyone's like how do you get your dog so well behaved it's like we literally put it all out there in the perfect packages for you right next um let's see henry john henry said he is a second shifter lol ed good evening all good evening cody i'm really interested in your green to graduate but shocking him makes me so nervous. Is it required for the program? Okay. Well, Cody, let's have a discussion here. Cody Lynn. Cody Lynn. They're just the way you worded that, your mindset's not in the right place. Like, you have to you please understand. First of all, we have to have context to this. You don't have to shock your dog if you don't want to. You can use a squirt bottle. You can use a can of pennies. You can use a bonker. Please put this in the context, though. In order to fully train your dog. Off leash. Off leash. That's the big you, thing. You start out with, in high, with high levels of distraction to be under voice control. Food and reward is not going to work. But this concept that you're shocking your dog and you're traumatizing your dog is a lie. You yelling at your dog is most likely more traumatizing. It's not like you just go around shocking your dog and pushing buttons out of nowhere. I think that's what people need to understand is not, it's a communication system. Were you ever held accountable as a child? And no, I'm not talking about your parents shocking you or even striking you. I'm just talking about accountability. Do you have children now? Do they have cell phones now? What happens when you take away your, your child's cell phone? If you ask them, son, daughter, you have two options. I'm going to take away your cell phone for two days. Or I'm going to put a remote collar on your neck and I'm going to give you a one to three second, quote unquote, shock. Which would you prefer? Ask, ask your kids this right now. Ask your teenagers right now. I bet you a majority of them would take the shock. Why? Because removing their cell phone from their lives is a bigger consequences that causes more mental discomfort. You're not going around shocking your dog. We actually use dog training. We are actual real dog trainers. We use positive reinforcement. Remote power training, you can communicate with your dog up to a mile away. You can whisper, you can shout, you can train your dog stuff, you can get your dog over fear, get your dog over anxiety, you can de-stress your dog, you can correct your dog for the wrong decisions. Would you rather have your dog run through the forest after a deer and possibly never come back, or would you like to take your fully off-leash trained dog that blew you off of recall and then does respond to the remote collar and immediately spins around on a dime and comes back to you. Which one would you prefer? Please understand the basic concepts. In fact, I don't want you using a shock collar right now. I don't want you using one because I want you to understand the basics of that, of concepts of dog training. There's so much stuff that you can be doing that has nothing to do with any collar, any leash, any equipment that people are just missing. 
There is a whole section of green graduate though that is just leash training. You don't need right. an e-collar, but if you want that off-leash freedom, right, e-collar. Right, and I and I and I have to say that walking through the woods, walking on the beach, a lot of people say, "Oh, I walk through the woods with my dog in the beach," and I'm like, "Okay." And what happens if a deer runs across your path? What happens if a dog runs across your path? How about a, how about a, how about a um, an ATV? How about you know a mountain bike? See, a lot of people will say, my dog is great, but my dog is great until, mm-hmm. or I love my dog, but it bites my kid. I love my dog, but it bites guests. My dog has six bites on its record and I love it. So I don't want to put it down. Every time my spouse walks down the stairs, my dog attacks him, but I love my dog so much that I want to get rid of him. Obviously, you love your dog more than your spouse. Well, maybe you should get divorced then and keep the dog. Live happily ever after. Good luck finding another partner. So what I'm saying is, you're not going around shocking your dog. What I want you, and you're brand new to the show, and I, and I love you, and I'm not saying this to, like, to be disrespectful. I'm saying this because I am literally trying to change the way that people fully understand what dog training is. And in in my world, it's 95% yes and 5% no. But my no is going to be powerful and effective and have meaning. Why? Because I don't want my dog doing that. Because dogs only live for 12 years, usually maximum. And I want to enjoy, I want to get my dog trained up as quick as possible so I can actually enjoy my dog. Most people's bar for dog training is beyond low it meets their emotional needs but they can't even walk their dog down the streets they can't take their dog on a subway they can't take their dog on a plane they can't take their dog to a store they can't walk past other dogs next uh janine we have three staffordshire bull terriers one that is three is great with commands rock solid off leash in public he's a great dog he went through board and train at a year old awesome. he does excellent duration but he always looks like he's ready to rocket ship to the moon yep. his eyes bug his yep. back legs tremble and his movement is 60 miles per hour if we ask him to move right. can't he just walk calmly is yeah. this even a problem he just looks so uncomfortable just ignore no. Ignoring means you're saying yes. You can use the remote collar for that. You can actually get your dog and you're not shutting your dog down. That's another lie. Mm-hmm. So there's so many lies out there about shock collars. There's so many lies. By the way, a remote collar and a shock collar is the same thing. Okay? It's just semantics on words. This is the thing. There's so many lies out there. We can take a fully aroused dog and we can actually say to that dog, hey, buddy, chill out. A remote collar does that, and it doesn't shut them down. That is a lie. It is such a freaking catchphrase that people yeah. just There's love all these cut and paste. To throw around. There's all these cut and paste. We got a comment the other day, and the person was just a fucking idiot. It's the most ignorant. We get a lot of idiots on our thing, and I don't, oh, oh my God, Jeff, you're shaming people. I'm like, well, if you come out of my page and you say something stupid, you deserve a stupid response because you're not interested in being educated. I know you're not. I've been doing this for a long time. I, I was on social media from day one. I've been doing this for a very, very long time. The dog, we, we had six dogs walking in the park, one on each side of, each, of the handler, three handlers, six dogs, happily walking through the park with tons of dogs. Oh my gosh, the dogs are being flooded and shut down. As they're just walking. What? Having a great time. You're a fuck. I'm sorry, but you're an idiot for making that comment. Flooded and being shut down. First of all, so you don't walk where other dogs walk? You don't take your dog to places where there's other dogs? Oh, you do? Well, then what do you call that? And also, shut down? Have you ever actually worked with a shutdown dog? Like, have you truly ever worked with a true shutdown dog? You're not going to go fucking walking through the park. It just shows that people are idiots. And they made, so I, I was very respectful. Asked a couple of questions. And what do they do? They send me a link to their pure positive page that they belong to. It's like, <laughs> goodbye. See, all you wanted to do is you jump on our page, one of, one of our 50,000 posts, one of our 50,000 posts, you jump on our page and you make a hate comment just for the sake of making it, just to push your agenda without knowing anything we do. 
sorry. And then, and then you'll complain that we banned you from our page. It's like, because we don't want stupid people on our page. <laughs> These are simple concepts. I don't want you over for my house for dinner either. Next. Sid, for those who don't understand, my three-year-old GSD went after my horse, cost me a mortgage payment at the vet, taught him to ignore horses with the remote collar, lays in place in front of an open stall door now. Yep. I've trained lots of dogs job, around Sid. lots of barns. Lots of them. Mm-hmm. In fact, a memory came up from a barn that I worked at in Massachusetts, and they would send me down to Florida at a Olympic um, dressage uh, uh, barn. Because that dog was causing chaos. Not anymore. Because if you can have your dog off-leash around the furrier, 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 the horseshoe person who would come up in a truck that looked just like a catering truck, and around all the other horses and all the other riders and all the other dogs, that dog better be spot-fucking-on with his obedience. Next. Cody Lynn said, okay, I'm sold. You guys are amazing. Your videos blow me away. I'll buy it tomorrow. Cody, I don't want to sell you. I'm not trying to sell you. That's another thing. I'm not trying to sell you. I care about you so much. I want you to have a great dog. Whether you buy the course or not, whether you freaking never listen to me again, because I got a big mouth and I piss a lot of people off and I turn a lot of people off. It's true. And everybody has said to me, Jeff, why don't you calm down some? You'll do more business. And I'm like, that's not what my goal is. Sure, I want to do business. This is how I actually pay my bills. And I've got a family to support. But in my opinion, ethics and truth are more important. And thank you. Next. Ed said, great job, Sid. Yes. Yeah, good job, Sid. Um, well, you know, I, had a, I had a client still have that client actually back in Rhode Island their dog went after a horse that's on their property guess what $5,000 in dental work needed to the dog how do you think that happened horses kick horses kick things behind them dogs get behind horses next um let's see i posted the code it's on the home page of our website but just in case you guys need the code it's 25 bfcm 2022 to save 25 percent. and don't forget you can stack discounts patreon members get additional 20 percent off mm-hmm. patreon is ten dollars a month you can stack your discounts next janine he's on a remote caller how do i use it to calm him that might take a one-on-one, but what you're going to be doing is this. You're walking your dog. The dog is highly aroused. Low levels. Find that right magic level that gets your dog to just go. The best place to start it, though, is in the house. Get your dog to relax on command. Start it in your driveway. Start it around low levels of distraction. There's an art to using a remote collar. People think that it's like easy. Proper remote remote collar training is actually difficult when you do it right. Next. Charles, thanks for all of your advice. Finally tried the walk with just a flat collar this morning instead of the prong. Loose leash for the whole walk, and she was following in heel. Nice. Yeah, you know, even though we show prongs in all of our videos, we personally walk dogs on slippery. We work dogs on slippleys and remotes. But most owners need that leverage of the prong, and we encourage people to use them. Next. Sue, I was dead set against E and prong collars until I was educated through your videos and what would Jeff do? Mm. They're tools that work and cause zero harm when used as you direct. Right. That's another thing that people have to understand. You'll always hear these horror stories about them with no proof, by the way. And all I can say is after 20 years in this industry and 10,000 dogs, and I keep repeating that because people have got to understand I've worked with a lot of dogs. I'm not just some weekend dog trainer. And then there's nothing against weekend dog trainers. There's nothing against hobbyists. There's nothing against somebody that trains their own dog to competition level. But when you work with as many dogs and as many families as I have, you see it all. 
you see dogs that are not food motivated, not toy motivated, dogs that don't want to work, dogs that attack you if you try to pet them. My, we have clients that cannot put leashes on their own dog without being attacked. Let me repeat that. We have clients. Just think about this, guys. The last time you took your dog for a walk and you just took the leash, clipped it onto their collar, you take that for granted, correct? I do. They, were, they, they get attacked, though. These are the folks that we work with. Not the, all the folks, not just those folks. We work with everybody. But I'm saying as though these are the kinds of dogs we get in. And these are the kind of dogs where a reward-only trainer wouldn't have a fucking clue what to do because they would be mauled. Next. So true. Um, let's see. Kim, prior to purchasing the Green Graduate, working the program and using the shock, I couldn't walk him without a muzzle. Nice. Good job, Kim. Good job. Ed said, great attitude, Jeff. Thank you, Ed. Sid, thanks, guys. I learned from you both. And no, the injury did not teach him anything for those that think it would. No. No. Oh, for some reason, I was thinking the horse was injured. But now I'm like, yeah. No, the dog. The yeah, dog. No, it doesn't. Got no. Dogs. Dogs. Here's a, the, a great example is this. They don't give a shit. Dogs go up onto the counter ingest something you have to rush them to the emergency room they cut open they cut them open first they sedate them they cut them open remove the object stitch them back up which eventually there's less and less stuff to be stitching up because sometimes they have to remove pieces of their 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 interior okay and guess what 35 to five thousand dollars you're in the hole and the dog didn't learn a lesson we can stop that in three seconds Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you rather have three seconds of discomfort than a dog split open and be $5,000 in the hole with a dog learning nothing, meaning it's only a matter of time before the dog does it again? Wouldn't you rather have discomfort for three seconds? I mean, there are people that are so stuck in their ideology that they would say never. I love the people that say, I'd rather my dog be killed than go to Jeff Gelman for training. That's the one I love. Like, wow, really? You really don't care about your dog and you know nothing about what we do. Next. Sue, Joelle, make sure you watch the Yellowstone prequel, 1883. Oh, man, okay. It's a long way to go. I have so much Yellowstone I have to catch up on. I'll get to it. I'll watch it, though. It sounds pretty interesting. Okay. It's how the Duttons came to be. Nice. Nice. Soli said, Wednesday, my dog went after the mailman. I gave him a 50 sim, and he yelped, stopped, and looked at me. On Thursday, the mailman came right up to the door. My dog just sat there and looked at me. Okay. Look at that. So, congratulations. And um, I will thank you for your mailman. Okay. And um, you taught that dog. Now, here's a couple of things that you'll hear. When you share that story, the dog didn't rush the mailman because it was afraid to get shocked. Okay. Let's break that down. Let's break that down a little bit. The dog was afraid to not rush the mailman because it was going to get shocked. How is that a negative? Well, why don't you try training instead? So he did train the dog. Just train the dog really damn quick. Why? How many times should that dog rush the mailman before it learns? We'll keep it on a leash so it can go ballistic, lunging on a leash. That's not dog training. Yes, putting a dog on a leash is dog training. Or have a conversation with your dog that says, you can't do that. And the dog learns there's a consequence great job solely next ryan hey do y'all use any counter conditioning tried punishing a whine but then my dog just keeps whining mm -hmm. i started to reward when i pretend to leave and it's kind of been working no more whining so i'm not sure if it's going against your philosophy or methods well this is the thing ryan first of all let's say it does go against my philosophy and methods who gives a shit it worked it worked that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what I think. All that matters is that you have a better life with your dog. 
And I'm an opinionated person, but it doesn't matter. You can't argue with good results. Now, I can't argue with results that take two years on something that we can do in two minutes, two hours, two days, two weeks. That I just find a waste of freaking time. But if it works for you, keep doing it. The best way to find out what works and wasn't, what, what doesn't work is a lot of time trial and error. And on some dogs, your next dog, that might not work. Mm-hmm. We have dogs that everything I say tonight won't work. So a lot of dog training is, is troubleshooting. Troubleshooting. Next. But to answer your question, we do counter-condition yes. a oh, lot right. of behaviors. Yes. We do counter-condition, and we use food, and we use clickers. Because mm-hmm. why? That's how you counter-condition. So we do counter-conditioning. Next. Janine, I wish you were local. We are local, Janine. We're talking right now. Right? You and I can Move talk. Florida. You and I can talk more than your loved ones do to you. We can talk. We're talking, and we can talk on... Five, two, or five, six, six podcasts a week. We can talk on six podcasts a week. We can also do a one-on-one. Next. Uh, so Lee said if he had rushed a policeman, he could have been shot. Yep, he would have been shot. Absolutely would have been shot. And they have every right to do it. And a lot of people would freak out on that. I'm like, why would you freak out on that? If a huge dog, if say a Rottweiler rushed me, And I was carrying, well, I'm not gonna wait. I'm not gonna wait to see what happens. Sorry. You could die. A human could die. A human could get injured. A human could just get get disfigured. You could, you know, you get a hand bite, you get a nasty hand bite, mm-hmm. you lose nerve and nerve in your hand, and you can't use that hand. You get a face bite, you get a throat bite. A good-sized Rottweiler can rip you apart. Corso. Next. Shinoda said, hi, Jeff. Hey, how are you? Haley, Ace is home and is doing so good. Good. Yeah, awesome. Ace, Ace is great. Yeah, it's good. Ace was a lot of fun. Robin, will an e-caller work with training a service dog? Well, let's let's talk about this, Robin. The quick answer is yes. But this, the real, this is the real question. Will dog training work with training a service dog? Will dog training work with a service dog? That's the question. It's not the e-cower. The e-cower is the tool. It's the dog training that does it. And this is important for folks to understand. That's like saying, will food train a service dog? Not if you don't know how to use food, it won't. There's toys, there's love, there's praise. Not if you don't know how to use that. You still need to know how to train the dog. So an e-collar is an incredible communication tool. In a way, it's like me saying, I can train my dog in English, German, French, Dutch, and with an e-collar. They're all different languages, all of them. But if you don't know dog training, the language that you speak does not matter. Next. Robin, already read that. Shinoda said, my dog is stealing food while we are at home. What can we do? I tried leaving food and then I go out with the e-collar, but he never touches it. So you've got to get the highest value food Put it on the on a chair. Leave the room. Make sure the dog is enclosed in that room. Use a video camera. That's the most effective way because then you're like you can literally leave the room and just sit and wait. Just sit and wait. Next. Ryan, thank you for that. I just soaked a lot of information from your last Q&A in terms of reactivity and how people are redirecting, but that shit didn't work from my experience. Yeah. So redirecting, the thing that this is what redirecting is, if folks understood the basics of positive reinforcement training, which everybody should understand, 
if you want a dog to do more of something, to teach a dog something, you use a reward-based system. So if my leash reactive dog was reacting and all of a sudden I tried to get my dog's attention and told it to look or to sit or took food and threw it on the ground to distract it, all those things I'm using is either obedience or the distraction. And that will increase the dog from doing it. So if my dog is exploding and I say sit and I say good and I reward it, I've just trained my dog to, to react, sit, reward. I've trained my dog that when it barks like crazy, food shows up on the ground. You need to learn how to apply a punisher to an instill an inhibitor to, ex to extinguish a behavior. You know what? Everyone says it'll make it worse. And for some weird reason in 20 years, I've never seen it make it worse. And if, so, if, it may, if, if someone is seeing it make it worse, is it possible they did it wrong? Because the magic to leash reactivity of stopping it, and we have a course on this, is before the dog is reactive. Mm -hmm. The magic to staying sober is to actually intervene before the person walks into the bar or takes the first sip. That's when they're thinking about walking in the bar. They're thinking about taking a sip. They pick up the phone to their dealer to buy their heroin. They walk into the package store, which is a liquor store. That's when the intervention happens. For leash reactivity, the, the intervention happens at the very first sign of the leash reactivity, which a lot of people say they don't see, but we always see. Send us a video of your dog. Not today. You got to book a consult. And I'll tell you when exactly you should correct. In fact, we just started our inner circle. And our inner circle is a four-week program we do um, with only five people. Doors are open for January. January doors are open. This was The last one sold out in a week because there's only five spots. And it's not cheap. But we sit and we will watch your videos that you send us. We will, In fact, we finished up a bunch of videos today. Mm -hmm. And we sent them to everybody in the inner circle. But someone sent us a video the first week of their dog. And I had to slow it down, slow it down, go frame by frame, frame by frame on their video. Mm -hmm. And I said, boom, right there. That's where you apply your, your punisher, your correction. And it was not even close to what they thought. Now, in, in video time, it might have been two seconds, but when you do it frame by frame, it makes a huge difference. Next. Also, I have to add into that because Ryan's one who asked about counter conditioning and then mm -hmm. he talked about redirecting. They're not the same thing. So counter conditioning is not redirecting. Is right. not redirecting. Right. We counter condition by first, we correct the dog, and then we change the association through rewards. Right. Re redirecting is just avoiding a correction altogether. Right. You could also do counter conditioning is like, say your dog has a, say your dog, oh, here's a great example. Say your dog, um, with the, the example I gave when someone can't put a leash on their dog. What do you do? Take the leash, pick it up. If the dog is neutral, click and reward. Take the leash, swing it around like this, just right, right in front of the dog. The dog doesn't do anything, click and reward. Then hold the leash and go towards the dog. Do not put it on yet. Click and reward. And you keep doing it and you get closer and you get closer and you get closer. Grab the dog's collar, move the collar around. Click and reward. This is under the assumption that the dog is not giving you any negative feedback. Have the dog muzzled up for safety. And then eventually, what do you do? You get closer. Boom. Now the dog goes. Putting on this leash is pretty fun. But you're going to have to probably correct that dog first for going after you. Usually counter conditioning is step two. Next. Kim said, I love that statement, Jeff. Welcome. So Lee, Angelo is a rock star and natural. Maybe he should do a show on dog training mythology. He is doing a show. Um, we're getting the thumbnail made right now. It's going to be um, a la Jesus-like, The Last Supper. What? Angelo's doing one on, on Greek mythology, Roman, Greek, Norse, and Egyptian. So it's going to be him in the middle with a bunch of 
different characters all around him. That's going to be the thumbnail. And once a week, he's going to do his own podcast on um, um, mythology. And he's going to spew facts. And then he's going to do his fun facts. And then he's going to open up for Q&A. Awesome. Yeah. Caroline, best advice for driveway drills with no driveway in an apartment complex that is fairly active outside. I have a reactive dog, and that makes me anxious to struggle with drills. Yeah. So what you can do is just find another driveway. Or like in the hall. Like is there like a hallway hallway. or outdoor, like your corridor? Yeah, the corridor. If you're living in an apartment, up and down the hallway. Yeah. Uh, Up and down the hallway, find a side alley. You can also do it in like a lot of people, depends on when people are working. You can also do it in the actual driveway of the, the parking lot. Or the parking garage or the parking structure. Just find an empty space to do it that's quiet with no not a lot of distractions. Next. Brandon, my Doberman is two years old and he is not good with other dogs. Mm-hmm. He's very reactive in the car. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he will come after us even after just petting him. We can leave him in the crate overnight. Come after you? Mm-hmm. That's not good. That's a one-on-one. Yeah. That's a one-on-one. A lot of these questions are actually full boarding trains, but that's a one-on-one. The dog's coming after you. We've got a risk to injury there. So that's – I always put people towards a one-on-one. That's not just a casual answer. For, for going after – for making noise in the, in the car, that's a remote collar correction. Make sure that dog was on a muzzle, though, or on a tieback so there's no redirection. But if that dog goes after you, it could – we don't know if it's redirection or not because I don't think that we've heard the, all, all the context. It might be the dog redirecting um, because it's so riled up and it can't get to the, the, the thing outside the car. So it just bites whatever's closest. You're, you're, you're whatever's closest. But I don't know if the bites are happening in the car or not, but there's a lot of different variables. I assure you we've seen it and fixed it though. Next. MSA, hey there. How's it going? Pretty good. Things are really, really good. Today was an interesting day. We had a lot done. We yeah. um, I feel like we've been like nonstop today. Yeah, got a lot done. Uh, Kim, it's the training. A tool is just that aha moment. Yes, I always remember that. I really wish more folks would realize that, and that's why I can't stand people saying, you know, positive reinforcement, positive reinforcement, positive reinforcement. I'm like, can we have some context, please? Can you like, what what are we talking about? Like, what are we trying to talk? Are we trying to train and a command? Are we trying to fix a behavior? And then also, who's the trainer? Who is the trainer? Next. MSA said long time no see. For who? Us. We've been here. MSA, you were just on the show. Is that MSA with numbers after it? Yeah, 589. Yeah. MSA 589. Angela was reading your questions last. No, you were here last week. Maybe it's felt like a long time to MSA. Yeah. I'm here every morning. Misty Jean said, hello, Joelle. So good to see your beautiful face. Hugs. Yes. Thank you, yep. Misty. It's always a pleasure to see your beautiful face. MSA said, how do you correct a dog that chews their bed, but only when the owner isn't there? Dog won't chew the bed if the owner is present, so it's a bit difficult to correct. So here's a, here's a cop-out answer. Get rid of the bed. That's a cop-out answer. The, the 50-50 chance answer is video camera set up, leave, Watch the video camera, remote collar on the dog, wait till the dog starts chewing the bed, correct high, make chewing the bed suck. Now, the downfall of that is if the bed's in the crate, the dog might get paranoid over the crate. So now you've got to solve that problem, which we do, and which you can do too, and we can tell you how to do it. But if we have a dog that destroys bedding, guess what? They don't get bedding. Next. Brad, I set the camera up tonight and left food on my counter. 10 seconds after I left the room, the dog went for it. 100 on the e-collar. Two minutes after I came in the house, guess who was still happy to see me? Well, of course. Mm -hmm. See, this is another thing that people have got to understand. People assume that because you apply a correction to your dog with a shock collar, you're going to ruin the relationship. I have not seen it. Now, let me tell you an interesting story. Joelle is the enforcer. Back when she was at the training center, the last year she was there, maybe a little bit longer, she only worked with difficult dogs. That's all she did. The rest of the staff did all the starting of the dogs. They did a lot of the training because she was also doing a lot of the social media. And I was trying to, I was trying to get her out of dog training, more into social media, setting her up for the move down to Florida. It's like, can we get this place to run without me training dogs and without Joel training dogs? But if we would get a difficult dog in, a dangerous dog, they called Joel out. 
If Joel couldn't handle it, they'd call me out. But I only had to show up a couple of times. Joel would show up. She was the difficult dog bad behavior stopper. I assure you, it was not always pretty. And the funny thing is, they all loved her. All the dogs. If I want to humanize it, love. If I don't want to, don't want to humanize it, they had no problem hanging out with her, getting pets from her, walking up to her, asking for affection. Meanwhile, that morning, she was like, oh, you're not going to do this? And it was not pretty. Why? Shouldn't they hate her? Shouldn't they be afraid of her? Well, or would they be on their best behavior and afraid of a consequence, but they don't walk around in fear? They're just like, we're not supposed to misbehave around Joelle. Why is that? Why is it that when you have a two adult household, why is it that the dog acts like a total jerk around one member of that household, but on the other member of the household, it doesn't. Why? Because the dog knows that the one that they act a jerk around can't hold them accountable. Next. Ryan, my dog will do small growls to humans and his hackles will go up and look at me. I do the no and sim, but he'll repeat the growl and look at me, assuming I need to go higher on the correction. Correct. Yeah, listen to the dog. Listen mm-hmm. to the dog. Don't even look at the number. Listen to the dog. It might not be pretty to fix. So, see, a lot of these behaviors are not pretty to fix. Right. But guess what, though? Fix them. Now life gets good. Next. Vix. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Really enjoying your Green to Graduate course. Good. Very empowering. A little guidance, please. My dog is a seven-month-old Great Dane. I understand mm. the importance of getting the reps in, but I want to respect his growth and size, as in I'm concerned about overworking his joints yeah. at that age. Yeah. So at this stage, would you advise I do fewer reps over a long period of time? Hope that makes sense. Sorry if it's too long a question. So, I saw a video oh, where sorry. you took in account greyhounds not being able to sit. Yeah. Love your work. I mean, greyhounds, when you get a greyhound that used to race, they're not the best sitters. They're just, they're, the way their muscle mass is just structured, it's like, they're not the best sitters. They're just spend so much fucking time just working those rear legs. Um, for a great, for a great day, though, I think what you can do is shorter sessions, but more frequently, I think you can, if you've got a, this is the hard part though. When you have a pushy snotty dog, we work longer sessions on the dog. It's like, we're not stopping until I say stop. And no, we're not working the dogs so they pass out, but I'm just like, you're going to work because you're a pushy snotty dog and you're stubborn. And it could be a great day that likes to use its weight to get what away with it wants to when you know it could want to do it. Why? reach in your pocket, grab a piece of food, that dog snaps too. So um, that's one that's a fine line. It's like, are you just doing that because you're really tired or are you doing it because you're objecting? Now, as far as the growth stuff is concerned, that is a concern of mine. But here's the funny thing. If If you took your dog to doggy daycare, it would probably run around all day long. You're not training that long. You're not training that long. Next. Wheels too. Hey, Jeff and Joelle got the puppy and green to graduate bundle game changer. My 10 month old pity Malmix is super focused and learning his commands faster than ever. Damn. Thank you. Okay. Hold on here. That's awesome. This is, this is going to, this, this needs to, this needs to, we need to take a station break here. Okay. <laughs> this is what, when you go to academy solidcaninetraining.com. The first thing the folks should be doing is this. Just subscribe. That's it. That doesn't, you don't have to buy anything. Subscribe. You know why? We'll put you on our mailing list. We'll put you on our mailing list and we're not going to spam you, but there's some great information. Honestly, we send out helpful emails. Sometimes you'll get videos that we've never even released to the public before. We'll send out tips. We'll send out coupon codes. Yep. Like I just sent out, or I at least sent it to Tony. I'm not sure if he sent it yet, Mm. but you guys who are on our mailing list, you all should be getting a very detailed video on how to teach place. And it's right from the green to graduate yeah, program. Yeah. And Tony's our tech guy, if anybody that wants to know. So here's the black Friday bundles right here. This is the way it looks like. So there's bundle number one, bundle number two and bundle number three. And um, bundle number one, for instance, is the green to graduate and leash reactivity um, and the leash reactivity seminar. 
And if you purchase them separately, it would be six forty one. Um, and we're selling for thir- three ninety nine for thirty percent off. If thirty eight percent off. Thirty eight percent off. If you're a green, if you're a Patreon member, you can actually get another eighty dollars off. It's incredible. Crazy. It's crazy. Those are the bundles. And also, by, and then there's our FAQs. There's a video on how to buy the bundles, how to put in the coupon code. Like, Tony's really, really thorough. Also, in, 20, in December, on True Black Friday, on True Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving, um, we are going to present you a, 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 um, a uh, Angelo. <laughs> Just for Angelo in the background laughing his ass off. Hold on. Ange, what? I'm doing a freaking show, buddy. What? I'm doing a show. <laughs> so, you hear of course we hear you laughing. Okay? Nikki and Aaron just called up saying, what the hell is so funny over there? Those are our next door neighbors. So, um, and also, start thinking about some knowledge to drop at the end of the show. You can do the end of the show with some knowledge. Okay? Um, um, the Patreon membership is incredible. It's a great deal. But in the, on true Black Friday, we are going to drop a deal which will not harm any of these deals. Meaning, well, maybe I'll wait until Black Friday to see what the deal is. It's, it's about something in the future. Yeah, It's something in the future. It's not even done yet. All of our bundles are, are things that are done. This is something in the future for 2023. It's going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. Next. Vix. I already read that. Um... Amy, my dog is doing great with Green to Graduate. I need to take her off property to work her. She's afraid of people. Do mm. I start her off in a busy place like Home Depot, or should I work up to that? Yeah. Start with low-level distractions and then build to higher-level distractions. Also, just frankly, don't let people approach her. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can walk by her. Yeah. But she's like, nope, I'm training my well, dog. Eventually, she's going to have to be around people. you got to give her that exposure. Yeah, yeah you got to give her exposure. Remember, socialization means exposure, exposure training, not necessarily actually, quote, unquote, socializing like a cocktail party. Next. Like the board and train we have right now. I've been walking around the neighborhood, but it's only so stimulating. I just threw her to the wolves today. I'm like, we're going to Home Depot, yeah. girl. So we did it, though. What we do is there's a point, and this is us. I mean, we've, we've worked with, you know, lots and lots of dogs. We get to a point where like, you know what? You know your stuff pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know good. how to hold position. You know a proper heel. You know a proper down. You know, you know rules of the road. We know you're not, and this dog is not leash reactive. Yeah. So we're like. Or aggressive. You know, Home Depot it is. Yeah, she did great. She did great. Um, Lisa, hello, Jeff and Joelle. Where do I find info on the bundles? So I, that's what I saw. Just that broke it all down. Yeah, I just broke it all down. So that's probably uh, you asked that. Maybe, yeah. maybe that that encouraged me to put that up. So academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Next, Lisa, already read that. Brandon, how do you get the dog to stay in a crate overnight without whining? Um, so what we do is the first couple of nights, the remote collar is going to be on the dog. Make sure you give it um, a break though during the day. Just make sure you can't switch sides at night. So at night, put on the opposite side of the dog that you normally have it on during the day or, or in a totally different position. And um, whining is usually stopped historically with a remote collar. And if you want to give the dog a, um, uh, uh, um, a no marker, you can hit the tone button first and then go right to um, shock. And it's usually at a lower level, by the way. Next. Soli, on a typical bike run, how many voice or e-collar corrections do you give to your dogs? None. At this at this point. I mean, the only time I I I, I will say something to my dogs, um, Wes can't run right now. We just had a, a little just a, it's it's nothing it's his little cyst removed, but it's not cancerous or anything. So he can't run, he's just going on walks for another week. But I'll be I'll, I'll, I'm in charge of morning bike rides and um, pretty soon afternoon bike rides because it won't be so hot out and um the only time i give them a command is if there's a vehicle that's that's coming towards us and my dogs in west heel pretty well next to me but they are out a little bit away from the bike because i don't want them too close i'll just tell them to go into a tighter heel i'll just say you know foos or heel or side like you know uh west says West responds to side and um, uh, text responds to foos. So I'll just like get them a little bit closer to me. Um, but other than that, I don't correct them at all. Yeah. Next. 
Donna, border collie puppy, nine weeks old, drawing blood while playing. She has plenty of chew toys and a frozen Kong. Yeah, so she can have as many toys as your pocketbook can afford. She can have as many Kongs, frozen or unfrozen, filled up with the yummiest treats in the world. It's got nothing to do with biting at all. If I had a nine-month-old puppy, there nine was weeks. nine-week-old puppy drawing blood from me, I would make a bonker. Right, nine weeks. Okay, yeah, nine weeks. Get yourself a bonker. It's on my YouTube channel. All right. Anything negative you hear about it that it'll ruin, it's going to cause cranial damage, eyes pop out, which is obviously a fucking laughable joke. Okay, um, that's what the laugh factory was actually named after. It was named after that story. Um, and what you would do is the dog would bite you. You would say no, always mark it with no. And then you would bonk the dog. You don't have to release it. Personally, what I do is I actually take my my thumb and I literally will just drive it right into the dog's mouth, push down on their tongue, grip their lower jaw, hold it there and let them squirm. Bottom line is you have to make it suck for the dog to do it or it will continue to do it and it will get worse. So next. Darlene, hi there. I just started the e-collar about two weeks ago. I have your green graduate program. Awesome. My six-month-old mini Aussie's indoor working level is about a 7-8, outdoor 10-15, depending. That's pretty low still um, outside. My yeah. question is, what level should I use for counter-surfing? Lower level is not working. The highest I've used for him is about a 30 when he was outside and would not come. Zoomies took over. Okay, 100. Yep, 100. Is it going to hurt? Yes, it will. Will your dog hate you? No, it won't. But you know what it's going to hate? Counter surfing. Someone on the show just said they had to do it. Yeah. And their dog yeah. still happy to yeah. see him. I don't mess around with counter surfing. No, your dog could die. I don't mess around with uh, my baby proofing protocols, counter surfing, trash can stuff. I don't mess around. Nope. What would you do to save, to prevent injury, harm, or death? to your dog, what would you do? Right? That's the way I look at it. Next. Ryan, we were at Home Depot, and I know he'll make a verbal. I'll probably make an excuse and say I accidentally stepped on him yep. as I do the correction. Yeah. Yep. You know, Home Depot is pretty loud anyway. When they, yeah. got that, they got that saw in the back cutting up lumber. You know what I find about Home Depot a lot of the times? I mean, you're always going to get people that want to pet the dog, you know? Joelle's got her own little built-in fan club there. You know, she's got all her boy toys lined up there. And, Not um, this one yet. Yes. I'm sure she will. I'm surprised with those fucking shorts you wear there. Um, yeah. So that wasn't sexist. That was fact. If you saw these shorts, you'd be like, damn, I'd be a fan. Um, uh, but people are sort of on their own agenda at Home Depot. Yeah. Most people go to Home Depot and they're not shopping. They got shit to they're do. They're buying. Where, where, where you go into like another place, people are shopping. Most people go into Home Depot, they're like, I need to get in and out of here um, yeah. as, as quick as possible. All right. Next. Vix. Brilliant. I'm definitely the boss of him. Understood. And thank you. You're welcome. Um, Nadine Hazel Doodle is eight months old and still mouthy. When I correct her, she shows me her teeth. Oof. Uh, I'd bonk on that. So correction and bonk. It's seven o'clock. Angelo. You want to drop some mythology facts? Get people ready for your um, podcast. Um, you got to come over here, actually. You will come over here and think of one real quick. Okay. What did you write a paper on? Remember, I asked you to write a story today. Oh. Come on over. <laughs> okay. Um, what did you What did you write a story on today? The Egyptian sun god was named Ra, and one time his kids fell in the ocean, so he literally sent his eye after them. And then what happened? And then the eye fished them out of the ocean. Cool. Thanks, buddy. How an eye can do that, I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. Physics doesn't really apply to gods and goddesses. No, they don't. Physics nope. and logic doesn't really nope. apply. Nope, just a written word. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm madly in love with you. Joelle is too. Um, that's where I'm madly in love with your face, by the way. All right. And uh, I appreciate all of you joining the show. I appreciate you all um, possibly getting out of your comfort zone. I appreciate you all um, with your wonderful questions. Um, I appreciate all of you that have bought our courses in the past and are applying to, applying the information. And I appreciate all of you who are going to be buying our course tonight um, or tomorrow. 
um, or in the future. And um, at a minimum, get on our mailing list. At a minimum, just so we can just so we can send you more free stuff. Really, just so I can send you more free stuff. Get on our mailing list. All right. Love you guys. Good night. Take care. Bye bye.